Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are back with the 37th episode of the Irrelevant Podcast. It's Will once again joined by his friend, Jason. Get your name out my mouth. Wait, that's backwards. Disregard that. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, dude, when I, when I first, um, before I, I did like the countdown yet, like I had to make sure the speakers weren't set to like, or like the audio input wasn't set to like all the way on the right speaker. <laughs> Cause remember the last time with like the edit from the audio you sent me? Yeah. I don't know what the fuck, man. I'm tired of dealing with audacity. I'm using another, <coughs> excuse me, another program now. Cause I'm sick of this shit. Audacity has the fucking audacity to do this shit. Dude. I know, bro. What the fuck? Yep. Fuck audacity. <laughs> fuck this free program that we've been using for over a year. Um, all right, you want to yeah, just that, <laughs> that is what's really nice about it. Cause if this was paid for, I would absolutely just go out and get something else, but. Yeah, the fact but, that it's free is just... I, I'm like, okay, I can deal with the minor annoyances here and there. Me too. You want to just jump in? Yeah, so... Um, I recommend it to Jason. I'm actually quite impressed with this salsa playlist I whipped up. Um, So I tried to give Jason like a... um. Like a general feel for the different kinds of salsa, um, and then I, I, I don't know, yeah, just because like I, 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 there's a ton of different subgenres, just like rock and like metal and all that stuff. So I tried to highlight those, but also have it feel somewhat kind of like in, like, like I, I tried to make it kind of monolithic as well, so that you could still tell that they were like the same kind of music, I guess, um. So it was a really long playlist. I actually thank you for listening to this whole thing. I was expecting you to be like, "Well, this is way too long." It's a shit ton of music. Fuck. I mean, hour and a half is not a long playlist by any means, but it's just like analyzing a shit ton of songs in an hour and a half is insane. That's what's yeah. That's the hard part. <laughs> um, well, I'm. I didn't think this was a very hard listen. <laughs> no, not at all. Right. So, what? And I'll, I'll like always. I'll put the link to this playlist in the. Um, description oh and that just that reminds me i i need to actually put all of the links to the playlists you've sent me and recommended to me because i for i don't put those in the descriptions of those videos yeah you're very one-sided will <laughs> yeah that's just kind of how human nature is <laughs> so <laughs> so anyways what did you think of <clears throat> salsa um i think i was actually really all over the place on this one um, but you're mentioning cause th- these are like different subgenres of salsa. It, they felt like they were the same. Like it didn't really seem like they're that different stuff going on. And I was waiting, like, are, are some of the songs in this playlist, the psychedelic salsa you were telling me about, or is that the psychedelic cumbia that you were telling me? I can't remember. Some of them are. So that's what I was trying to, like, I feel like there's only one song in this playlist that maybe can be kind of interpreted in that way. But I don't know. I, I feel like for the most part, the majority of it was pretty much the same genre. Like I couldn't distinguish the subgenres between them. Um, but that's not a bad thing. But I was just I was trying to hear for that, and like I really couldn't. I. It's more it's more monolithic 
as a genre than like the subgenres of metal, I guess. But um, like you couldn't tell that much of a difference between any. Like you couldn't be able to like group them, I guess. Not really. Like I could tell that. Like I mean, but it just sounds like they were just different songs, like in a salsa playlist. It didn't sound like they could be construed as two different genres, you know, or a subgenre of another. Like I couldn't hear a distinctive style. I mean, obviously there was distinctive parts within each song. It wasn't just the same throughout all, all the time. But I don't know. Like I couldn't hear really any defining thing. They're all the same instruments. They're all the same general speed and beat. And for the most part, the same type of vocals, because vocals are usually the biggest difference. Um, and I think there was only like two or true. three songs that stood out different vocally than the rest of them. Obviously, like different nuances and all that, but just as a style. So like, I didn't really feel like it was too many different subgenres in one thing. But again, that doesn't really matter. You know, what matters is what does it sound like? Um, all right, so you how, can... how did it sound? <clears throat> so... Let me just, I'm better if I can just go piece by piece. So the first song, um, Enemile, that one, when I first yeah, listened, um, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, no, no, I, I, I want to know what you hear, so you go. <laughs> <laughs> when I first heard it, it sounds like the James Bond theme, just like Spanish, um, Spanishized with the trumpets in the beginning. Um, That's and, an interesting take, huh? It's what it's if you go back and listen, it's like da 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 like it just kept doing that. So this just sounded like the James Bond theme to me. Um, but I like the oh, vocals never... in it. I like the reverb effect that they had, and it, I think you know it was just a great introductory song to salsa. Yeah, that song. I was actually kind of worried about this, so that's why I tried to do all the variety of the different kinds of salsa. So this is it's a pretty standard salsa, but I think like just all around this is honest that's like i think is like the best salsa song like ever okay fair enough i think so like just the beat the rhythm and like the lyrics and like just the vocals and and the montuno too it, it's just epic like especially when it comes back after they have that whole bridge thing it's epic i'm just like yes i need to dance like right now yeah most of these were dancing songs but like i i don't know i think as a style <laughs> Jeez, I keep trying to cough. I think as a style, um, they kind of need to be consistent because I feel like salsa is always a faster rhythm kind of dance, so you don't really want to change up the variety of the rhythm too, too much because then it'll just completely deviate from it, especially if you're trying to dance to it. So I can I can excuse it for that reason because there is enough I... variety in the different types of songs for it to be different. But for the most part, it pretty much is very similar melodies and rhythms, which, again, is fine if it's a good-sounding thing. Like, it doesn't have to be... It's, it's formulaic, in, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have to be anything other than what it is, because that's the whole point. Um, the next song, Rosa. So I really like the... It's like a... The, um, the trumpet's kind of making a comeback for me on this one. Um the more that I listen to yeah. it on this playlist because they're not as like shrill and piercing. There's some songs that were like that and I'll touch on that later. But for the most part, the trumpets were actually interesting and they contribute a lot to the songs and they're, um, they're mixed well. So I didn't hate the trumpet a lot on this one, which was nice. This one sounded like a very wavy, um, it just felt very like swaying and I like them. Uh, the gang vocals were really nice. I always like that in salsa music where you get a bunch of people singing the same thing. Not really harmonizing. Well, I guess kind of harmonizing. But, yeah, but... Well, yeah, yeah it, it doesn't necessarily have to be, but it, it's just <clears> when they're just singing 
just a bunch of men singing together like it yeah. just sounds really good yeah it, um, it's yeah it fills the sound nicely and it's not overpowering i really like the cowbell rhythm and that one kind of rides the cowbell and it's uh-huh. not yeah. it's not really pingy and annoying like a normal cowbell is so whatever their whatever variety of cowbell that was that was nice i don't know percussion shit um yeah there's there's yeah. some salsa songs where that what you said that that kettle thing can be a little bit overbearing yeah which um, was and this one yeah that was my whole point with this song everything is mixed well um, the only thing for me is the vocals on this one didn't really add anything. I just felt it was a little bit bland. But overall, like, you know, if you're out dancing to it, who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah like, I-, I love the background singing. Um, yeah, like, I-, I think the main singer is just like, eh, you know. I, I, don't- I mean, it's not bad, but, it- um, and it's like a definitely good, but it's, it's just like, I'm-, I'm not really thinking about that. <laughs> um, yeah. But the... Um, I was I was wondering if you would have like agreed with me that that song, uh, Rosa by the way, sorry, by Grupo Nietzsche. Oh, and the first song is also a cover of a of that same song by Grupo Nietzsche. Hmm. I just thought the cover is better. Okay. Yeah, it, it sounded yeah. fine. Yeah. No, it's it's really good. I think it's more sophisticated, honestly. But then uh, Rosa, I think that song has like the sickest bass line i've ever heard in a song yeah that was a good bass line i didn't enjoy that just oh it's so good and just the like the the bass is really like the most important thing in a salsa song without it it just doesn't it's not the same it's the hips moving man you gotta follow the bass exactly exactly yeah so that one i liked Um, the the next song dude this is this for some reason this word is a fucking tongue twister to me i don't know why and i still don't think that i'm gonna pronounce it right iloradas something is that lloradas 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 it means you shall cry interesting Uh, for some reason like i was just fucking just like i just kept fucking just (laughs) autistically pausing in the middle of the fucking word but anyway um this one, I don't know. I, I didn't really get anything out of this one, but I liked how it sounded, which is really strange. Um, I didn't, I didn't feel this, conflicted, but like it's one of those ones where it's like, yeah. I just, it's like the perfect Mexican restaurant song. Like, I definitely want to eat some food to it, but really not much else. <laughs> like, I wouldn't want to dance to it. Oddly enough, because really, because like I, yeah. I think this is this song, Jorara. <clears throat> so this is like actually this is a really famous one. Um, it sounds Mila, familiar, yeah. Right, Ana Mile is really is really famous. Like that that chorus, you know, like the te pinto pajaritos and like I I sing that with the guys at construction all the time, and it's so cool to know all these songs because like most Hispanics, like, um, they like, especially like the ones I've met, they're not really like hostile per se to like other Hispanic countries' music. They're not like. Oh, that's like that's a Mexican thing, or oh, no, I don't like that because I'm I'm Bolivian and I don't like Mexican. Like they all kind of just think that all of their music is interesting, like that they have amongst each other, like and especially salsa because that's more or less like something that they kind of all share. I mean, it's because salsa it it does come from the Caribbean, like specifically Cuba, but it also just kind of went everywhere in Latin America. So they're all just like, yeah, it's just a Latin American thing. Whereas like mariachi is like just mexican really like it just you hear it you're like that's mexican or like you hear um you know well i mean people aren't as familiar with the other genres of 
of Hispanic music. But, um, you know, like cumbia comes from Colombia or like um, bachata and all that stuff comes from the Dominican Republic. Uh, merengue comes from Puerto Rico and all that stuff. Um, even if you're not necessarily familiar with that, salsa just generally is like, you just hear that and you're like, that's just like Spanish music, <laughs> you know? I mean, it's what music should be no matter where the fuck it's from. If you like it, you like it. No need to have a cultural war over a fucking piece of art, you know? Right, but they kind of, yeah, but that that's the thing is that um, Hispanics do kind of unite under, because even if like you don't, well, it's not your favorite genre of music, like n- n- none of them like hate it, you know? It's kind of hard to hate unless you tie it with some specific person or emotion or you just generally hate the sound of it. But I, I assume there's people that just hate it because of the cultural aspects of wherever the fuck it's from or who sings it. So, But that's yeah, anyone who does that no matter what genre because that's just how we are as people. Just fucking toeing the line of saying nothing and feeling everything. Um, right. Um, <clears throat> but so this guy, Oscar de Leon, he is playing the bass as well. Okay. And he is really good. <laughs> if you see him playing, he's he's very he's very entertaining. Um, and he also has a really nice mustache. <laughs> sounds like he has a good mustache. I feel like everyone that sings this sounds like they have a good mustache or play it. Um, <clears throat> the next one. Did you, hmm? Sorry, did you see on the album cover though? I honestly wasn't paying attention to the album covers to be honest with you. <laughs> well, either way, I think this song is the grooviest one. Yeah, this one is pretty groovy. Um, like I said, for yeah, some just, reason, it's just the it's just the one I want to eat food to, not dance to. I don't know why. It is relaxing too, in that sense. Um, yeah, I mean, I I would definitely love to eat food too, but I would I also just want to dance to it. Yeah, so epic. Yeah, something's good. The next one, Al. Um, yes, this, that yeah. is a good song. It is, but like I didn't like I couldn't really distinguish it from the previous ones that I was listening to. It still sounds nice. This one I didn't like the solo trumpet that was doing the the lead melody. That one was kind of piercing and a little bit annoying. But the the ones in the background that were doing the filler, I liked those ones. Um, you didn't like that one that came in like halfway through the song? Not really. Like I said, because like because I don't oh, like I the sound of awesome, the trumpet. Man. It's just like that's the that what I don't like is when they just like take over the whole song and just pierce through the whole fucking thing. So that's that's kind of why. But the like I said, the ones in the background I liked. Those are fine. Um, <clears throat> I love that trumpet part in the middle. <laughs> it's just, it's so like, I don't know, like it's, it's, it's just so Latin and stuff like that. And you yeah. just hear it and you just think of like the, the bright colors of like Cuban architecture and stuff like that. And it's like nighttime, you know, and all that stuff. Like, I do get that feeling in other songs and like down the, down the list. Um, but just this one specifically, I just didn't like. Again, it's just purely just the way that it sounds and the way that it just kind of like, like I just I don't know. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, this one was a good one. But I, I, there's nothing really stood out to me that was what I haven't said before in the previous you know three songs. So I didn't really know what more to add except for that. But it was a good song. Um, the next right. one. Oh fuck. The next one. My notes cut off the <laughs> the title. What the fuck? Esa familia a mi, and then it just stops. I don't remember what the rest of the song is. It is. Esa familia a mí no me conviene. Okay, that's Which means, that family does not convene to me. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah, dude, a lot of these songs are sassy, man. You got a little spice in there, a little, a little spicy boy. <clears throat> but no, I... This song was spicy, I think. 
This one I think has the nicest vocals in the playlist, just like how they sound and the guy that was singing them. Um, I assume. I think, yeah, that one was my favorite. The The instruments just kind of sound like filler in the background, like nothing really too, you know, ingenuitive for the genre, you know, not pushing any boundaries or anything. But like I said, I just, I like the song purely for the vocals, which is strange because usually in this style, like the vocals are not something I really gravitate towards, oddly enough. Um... I'm not saying I gravitate more towards the instruments, just that like the vo- like the vocals are usually like something I can tolerate or something that I don't like, but very like really like the sound of. But I really like the vocals in this one. Like you couldn't like tell that this song was like different than the first four. I mean, I could tell in the vocal style it was different, but not in anything else. That's why I liked it because I think this one stood out from the rest of them vocally. Um, and that's why I liked it the most. But I, with the instruments, it just sounds like the same as before. But, but like, it isn't though. Like, you couldn't hear the twelve string guitar and all that stuff. I could, but like, it doesn't like how do I explain it. It didn't. It didn't do like different things. It just was a different sound. Which it was a nice sound. I liked the sound, but it didn't like do anything different. Like, it still played the same type of things. It works though. No, it definitely works. I'm not saying it doesn't work. Um, like well, I like this... that's good. That's like why I love this genre so much because it's just so interesting to me to see like essentially like what can you guys like what is like the new Montuno on the piano you can do or what kind of slight variation because like I always find like songs that just do something slightly different where I'm just like ah yes that's awesome <laughs> and it's like I know it's the same piano thing i know it's the same rhythm i know it's the same instruments but it's so well i guess we'll get into this later on the list but like i love when some of the songs threw in like a fiddle like i was like that's cool (laughs) oh yeah and i'm just gonna add that more but i know my thing is like you can still and this is like where the subgenre part comes in like you can still do stuff in like a very similar rhythm and a very similar style but you can still create an individual sounding riff in that sort of rhythm you know what i'm saying like you can add pauses you can you know, add variations to it, right? So, like, there's a bunch of stuff you can do to kind of change up, especially for the rhythm, because the rhythm is the most important aspect of the song um, in terms, especially if you're dancing to it. So I get, like, you have to keep it consistent so, like, people can, like, oh, this is salsa, I know how to dance to salsa as opposed to any other form of dancing. But, like, you can still change up the variety, and that's what I thought I was going to go to with different genres. But a lot of it was just, like, kind of different vocals, and they added some more instruments, which is cool. But I don't think it really, like, makes it that much different, if that makes sense. I see. Like, rhythmically or melodically. But obviously, like, the the extra instruments that they add definitely really add to the song. Especially, like you said, the 12-string guitar, some flutes, some violins, some piano, some different keyboard sounds. Like, those are always cool and give it, you know, more dynamic. Or not dynamic, give it more variety. But, but, yeah, but that one I really liked in terms of vocals. The next song, Gapinha. Campina. Campina. Yeah. yeah. This one I like a lot because, like I was saying, this one changed the mood up a little bit. It was slightly moodier. Um, and the trumpet melody was actually really nice in this one. It's very jazzy. And I kind of got like a New Orleans vibe a little bit. Um, yeah, this one. So that's what like, um, I tried to group them up, you know, like the, the different songs. So, like the first two songs are what's called Salsa Dura, which mm-hmm. is like hard, hard salsa. Right. Um, kind of like hard rock, I guess. <laughs> Um, but it's like hard salsa because like 
it's very it's 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 fast but it's also like loud there's a lot of instruments right? right like those are the those are the kind of songs like you don't just sit down and eat music sorry it's not eat music you don't just sit down and eat food too like you just have to like get up and dance like it just it induces that like energy and like just that call to dance you know um and it's epic too like they're in all those really like goosebump inducing minor keys and all that stuff yeah. um but now Joraras and Ael are more what's called like urban salsa okay um and then these two that we're on now the esa familia me conviene in Campina are more like Afro-Cuban salsa so like it's gonna be a lot more right like jazzy New Orleans kind of stuff um, because it's more Afro influenced one and salsa is originally Afro-Cuban like the the, the rhythms and everything come right. from like the when the slaves congregated and all that stuff okay that's interesting it, right um, so right so so it is more it's jazzier especially this one uh, Campina um, I think I, sh- I should have put a couple more of those kind of songs because I figured you'd like that one more. Yeah, I do like um, this kind of sound a little bit more. Yeah, but this um, this song Campina by Afro-Cuban Jazz Project, it, it, it's like one of the chillest songs ever. Yeah, and that's what I was going to touch on too is I love the, the warm, soft vocal lines that were just kind of sprinkled throughout the song. That was a really, really nice touch. I really like that. Yeah, and the Montuno as well, <clears throat> like just those that the notes i thought were just perfect mm-hmm. yeah so this um, one this was a great song i like this one a lot it's not my um i have a one that i like more on this list um so this mm-hmm. this would have been my favorite one if i had not heard the the upcoming one that i'm about to say but yeah wait this... wait, wait, wait 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 sir i get like ocd <laughs> what do you mean what, what are you confused because oh, I, I had like other comments to make about campina oh go ahead um but i guess like so, I mean, we haven't talked about it a lot, which is like the lyrics in these in these songs. Um, yeah. But yeah, like the lyrics in this song are just so simple and perfect. Because what Campina means is just like a camp, you know. I kind of figure this is what it sounded. <laughs> right, not not like a camp, like a camping trip, but like just like a you know, like a you own a ranch or something like that, and it's your camp, you know. Yeah. Right, and he's just talking about how, like, in my camp, I'm happy. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> and right, and and with my uh, with my like uh, guajira is like a, it's like a Cuban folk song um, that you just sing out loud and stuff like that. So he's just saying like, in my in my uh, in my camp, singing my song, I'm I'm happy. It's <laughs> all you need, man. Very I simple know. life. And his uh, his wife too. Wife life happy in both cool yes that right. one and that was, was a... the the land he was born it's like country roads dude but the spanish version yeah i felt uh this one felt cultural that's why i liked it a little bit more um the oh next... and the sorry mm-hmm. i'm sorry and the the 12 string guitar solo in the middle that was great yeah that was really nice too that was just that was mwah, perfect that that's overall like it's a i think it's a 10 out of 10 yeah, this like I said, this one could have been my favorite song if not for another. Um, the next one, Persona Adial. Yes. So this one is like, if you're not into the genre, I can see. Well, I don't know how the, if this is what you felt, but I'm sure a lot of people would think the song is overbearing. 
because it is like the the most like no joke this is like the most emotional uh salsa song i've ever heard well um, <laughs> so this kind of sounds like the disney channel version of salsa or like something that would be in a disney movie and it sounded <laughs> like really like i get what you're saying it's a very emotional song but i feel like it's a very like manufactured and forced emotion like it was too like too like advertiser dramatic if you get what i'm saying <laughs> if you get enough into the genre and if you and if you like you're just around hispanics more like it'll you just kind of yeah. well i i do at least i just kind of roll with it and i'm like this is just awesome it's so emotional and it's like the stakes are just like so high um the only thing i can compare it to is like those like lincoln commercials with matthew mcconaughey where he gives you a fucking poem so you can buy their dumbass car and it was just so dramatic. Like, yeah. like that's what I, this reminded me of. So this one, it just, it just sounded like it was a, a fucking like, um, a record label song that they just made them write. <laughs> well, it is kind of like a bootleg song. Um, what do you mean a bootleg it, song? It's just a cover by like I don't even know who the fuck like of a, of a song by a much more famous group. Interesting. Who is uh, Venezuelan? Venezuelan. Um, right. Um, so we got so far. Grupo Nietzsche is Colombian. Oscar de Leon is Venezuelan. And then Septeto Santiago is Cuban, and also Afro-Cuban Jazz Project is Cuban. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So this one. Right. Like it's just um. It, I can see how like it it does honestly feel like um the you, you it, it it's like the young adult version of salsa. Yeah, it's what it sounds like. <laughs> it, but it it's it's, it's kind of like right. So it's kind of like a guilty pleasure in that sense. Because I'm just like yeah, it's so emotional, and he's just talking about <laughs> how he had. It's just the this the song is just him talking to his girlfriend how or his just his love how he needs to go. Oh, man, that makes it worse. Like, <laughs> he just says like he has like he has to go and do what he has to do. Uh, open roads call me, babe, but I love you. Yeah, man. <laughs> I have to go to Manassas, Virginia. <laughs> God, <laughs> fucking hey, um, gotta, dude, I gotta go and work at McDonald's. You know, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, um, yeah, so any more thoughts on Persona Ideal? Not really, like, it just, I don't know, like, I just could not get into it. I think, um, I, I don't know. I, but just, the, but the, um, imagine if there was no lyrics, though. The actual, like, beat and rhythm, is it's so perfect. And, again, it just sounds overproduced, like, it doesn't... It's epic, though. I, it's yeah, but epic. it's, like, it's too, like, what's the word? Because I don't want to keep saying the same words over again. It's too, like... This is the new Tahoe Shada. This is the new, like, you're like, it sounds like some bootleg, like, cheesy. And I'm like, yes, I know, but it's epic. Well, no, it's like when, like, when metal bands, they do, like, they just add synths and make it operatic to try to make it dramatic. And then they, you know, do some, like, it's just, they go out of their way to make it, instead of, like, letting the song build and do that naturally, they have to, like, just 
nudge it and squeeze a circle into a box to get that emotion and that's kind of what i don't like about because i like really emotive music and obviously sometimes you toe that line of forcing it or not but i don't know this one i think missed the mark on being like deep and soulful and emotive it just felt like it was there to make all the people spending money cry so they'll buy more shit that's what it sounded like like a disney fucking mom you ever, you, yeah. see the, you ever see videos of those like fucking like Disney white girls that like are crying when they see the castle and their fucking mouse ears and their goddamn twenty dollar lollipops or whatever the fuck they bought that day? Like it just that's what it reminds me of. Um, Disney World is so cringe. Oh, uh, it's dude. I I'm not. I I only went because my friends were going and they're like, you know, I have to experience it once. It fucking sucked. Honestly, it's awful. It's overpriced. There's only a couple rides that are kind of cool, but the rest of it are just like shitty kid rides or just like dumb animatronic things, which it's made more for kids. I understand that, but just like it is not worth the fucking money that you pay. And the food fucking sucks. Everything. And it's so expensive. Exactly. It's every food that I've had, every food that I had there was awful. And it was all, even the breakfast, like they charge you like $14 for some dumb little fucking, like, best western eggs and waffles it was so bad dude fuck yeah and then like the there are some cool rides i'll give it that the, the star wars one the guardians of the galaxy one that those ones are fucking cool and obviously the um was a tower of terror that one was cool too but besides that they're just all um, like dumb kid rides which is fine space if you have children cool that was cool space mountains all right um, where there was like that um there's a toy story ride or something where like yeah, that one was... I didn't like that, that one at that, all. <laughs> so where, like, you shot all the stuff from... I thought that was cool. But, like, other than that, I'm sure you can find pl- things like that at just, like, other amusement parks. I'd rather just go to Universal. I feel like... I've never been there either, but I feel like it would just be a little bit better. Not I've as... never been there. Well, I mean, also, I don't really want to go to any of them anymore, but... I'd rather just go to a regular amusement park, because that's what I was going for anyway. But just, like I said, just to go to experience it. But never again. Fucking give the mouse any more of my money and kill myself um the next song dude (laughs) i think you'll like my take on this one i don't know if you noticed this or not but i fucking noticed it immediately Mm. um te amare i shall love you you ready for it you 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 know what this sounded like to me what did it sound like it made me laugh so hard so it sounded like don netto from narcos was singing this song (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i can't believe i didn't think of that yeah it leg- it sounds like his voice Yo, doesn't it it yeah wait i i forget his name it's like joaquin ocasio something <laughs> let me see what this guy is let's I'm, i need to check if he was in a band called combo antillano let me see <laughs> don neto act yeah joaquin cosillo is his name that's his name all right let's see Wikipedia, uh, born in Epic, Mexico. Um, nationality, Mexican. Okay. So let's look at um, filmography. What are you looking for? Wait, no, not that. Shit, I'm trying to see if he was in a fucking... Yeah, I don't think this is working. Um, I guess he wasn't in it. Fuck. Oh, dude, he voiced the Spanish dub of Ted. <laughs> Yo. What the fuck? That is really funny. Oh, he was also in... He was in Suicide Squad. 
The American one? The English version? Yeah. Yeah, the uh, like the newer one from 2021. Weird. I don't remember him being in there. I, just, I saw that. I guess I saw that a year ago. It's been a minute since I've seen it. Fuck. Oh, okay. He... Oh, he voiced Scorpion in Spider-Man. Um, the what's it called? Like with the Spider-Verse thing? I don't know. I don't fucking watch that shit. That was a good movie. Actually. Sounds like he's got a good accolades though. But yeah, the song it sounded like he's fucking singing it, and it also sounds like it could be another um, theme that could be in a James Bond film. Like they're in Mexico, fucking in some dumbass casino, and like somebody's about to get tricked or whatever. And then, right. <laughs> especially with, like, the dramatic little trumpet notes that they threw in there. The keyboard solo was awesome, but, like, I just could not get over the vocals because it just sounded exact. I, I imagine him, like, standing in the desert, like, holding his hat and just, like, belting at the top of his lungs. It's fucking, it's killing me. Oh, like, it, it's like they're trying to steal some shit, and he's, like, and it's, like, Don Neto is, like, distracting everybody, so he yeah. has to sing this, like, this, this goofy, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. This, this goofy song. Which, I mean, I think the actual music itself doesn't sound goofy, but... Yeah, um, no, but the fact that it sounds like he's singing it, and I just couldn't get over it. Right, but, yeah, um... I really love this song. Um, I love the, the... When it goes into the... I don't know how you call that kind of stage of the song. Like, in the end, you know, where it's, like... It's not like is it a bridge I guess? The bridge is like a a change from the um from all the other parts. It's just the it's like a break from the main song to kind of build into the next part whether it goes back into the chorus or another pre-verse or outro or whatever I, the fuck. I guess, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was excellent. You know, um, it was a great song. It just that the comparison just <laughs> fucking distracted me right. heavily. Um, and he's just talking about how like you're like you'll be my like you'll be my own forever and stuff like that. <laughs> it's very like you know, especially when you when it, in that voice, it just makes it that much better. Yeah, um, it, everything just comes together nicely. So that's that's a nice little Easter egg. I hope he Don looks like him too. Neto. the singer. Yeah, let me look. Let me look up. Cause like a lot of these bands are like not even really officially. It's really complicated because a lot of it's bootleg. <laughs> Um, like that song I couldn't find on Spotify. Yeah, some of these I have a hard time finding outside of this playlist. Yeah, cause like, um, <laughs> hold on. Yeah, I have no information on this band. Great. Um, <laughs> uh, so anyway, any final thoughts on Te Amare? I mentioned the keyboard My... solo, right? I like that was that was very nice yeah that was that um, was great but you didn't oh that brings me back in persona ideal you didn't like the organ solo in that it was fine. or it wasn't i don't know it was it was epic dude the uh, cascading yeah, notes but again it was trying to be epic that's why i didn't connect with it <laughs> it was epic you just didn't get it bro yeah i didn't open my uh <laughs> insert joke but no i don't know i i don't know just for some reason, it just didn't touch me monetarily or emotionally. So, mm-hmm. sorry about it. Um, <laughs> the next song, Aquel Lugar. That place. That place. So, I like the, the sadder trumpet melodies in this one. This one felt more like emotive and intimate than the previous one was trying to be on a subtler kind of scale. So, um, I like that a lot. But... This one, I did not like the vocals over it. I felt like they were 
again, really f- like they just they're just kind of forced a pun to the beat, or they just kind of they came up with this really cool song and they struggled to find like good vocal parts for it, and they ended up settling with the ones that like were the best. It's kind of what yes, it so, sound like, and which is a shame because I think the song had the coolest trumpet parts of the whole playlist, like the the sounds they were getting from them were awesome. It's a very chill and like just smooth song too, and yeah. I love like just the rhythm and how the the Montuno goes into that. Yeah, because it's not it's not like a typical what like it, I mean it is, but also like not exactly. Right, like you can tell it's salsa and that same kind of piano pattern, but it's is like different though. Mm-hmm. But this is that is my biggest problem I have with this this group, Adolescence Orchestra or Orchestra. Sorry, um, this is actually the 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 band who has the actual version of persona ideal but the reason i don't like their version as much is because like their vocals in that song just don't hit the same yeah they're not as they're not as emotional dude (laughs) yeah there's something weird about the way they do them it's just it just misses for some reason yeah so um yeah i i they would be i would like them so much more if they just i don't know what the singer is doing yeah something um, because like yeah because like the actual like melodies they write you know they're not they don't sound bad just because it's the melodies like it's poorly written it's well written right but it's just like the actual singer yeah i mean and that's the that's the really when people say can anybody sing technically yeah but can anybody move you no like you can have technically good Absolutely singers not. but like they don't sound like interesting even though it's technically good and it's on key and it's creative and the melody but like it just does nothing for you because they don't they don't it's like the the timbre of their voice just does nothing interesting i guess is a harsh way to put it um more tame right. way it it's just they went for something safe or their voice just naturally doesn't project you know interesting sounds i don't know <laughs> it's hard to explain right so those three songs are what is called um salsa romantica mm. or okay. romantic salsa and it is also sometimes called salsa erotica interesting which i which i think you know what that means salsa erotica i know where that section is um right <laughs> um but so then now we go back to a little more a kind of salsa dura um so this this song El Esqueleto, this is what I was talking about on Monday. Um, I love this song so much. I love the storytelling in it, and I forget you don't know what it's saying, so I'm like, fuck, I can't. But so um, um, do you remember exactly the like? Do you remember the gist of what I told you the song was about? I I don't, but um, as a preface, this one was my favorite on the track. Mm, okay. On the list. I didn't know if this was gonna be a favorite. Um, I like this one a lot. The this sounds like aged fine wine. It's just like I loved his like really like wet like slightly weathered voice. That little bit of rasp to it. Um, the piano harmonizing was really cool too. And then I liked the high vocals, like the higher gang vocals that you know just kind of shot their way in every now and again. It just felt like a really classy song. Um, and then the trill notes on the trumpet, those are really cool too. Um, or it sounded like a trumpet. It might have been... Am I remembering it? Did, was that trumpet where they were doing like the fast trill notes? I can't remember. I want it, It's some kind of... I think it's like flute mixed with... Tr- it's a bunch of weird combinations. They yeah. like to... Th- this band likes to do it, the Latin Brothers. I put another one of their 
actually another two of their songs on this yeah i so okay so i'm it's coming back to me now yes i like when they mix those two instruments together because it sounds fucking really cool as a singular sound um but yeah this one like it just had that feel to like it had that it factor um so this one i enjoyed the most out of all of them yeah um i love when so like the the story basically goes this guy goes to a cemetery because he wants to know what is the mystery of life and death right and then one of the spirits from the graves like appears to him right and he just basically tells him straight how it is how he's like yeah like we're all gonna end up here dude like no one is exempt from this you know like when you're here all your riches and power aren't gonna matter you know um like um in one of their other songs they say um las calaveras todas blancas son which means all skulls are white <laughs> yeah. it's a really which good I, message I, but yeah I, I think out of all the storytelling on this that's probably the most you know interesting one or the one that means the most or has a better message than just the romantic ones or the other ones in general because i could just kind of get that feeling just by the way he was singing it right exactly and it's like um yeah because that, that that is that is telling uh and, he, and he's basically like the um the, the part that they keep singing all the time you know like the, the recurring like um yo fui lo que tu eres tu serás lo que yo soy all that means yeah. like so i imagine I that's was, the spirits um, right yeah, because yeah. they're all singing like, "I was what you are, you will be what we are." You know. Yeah, yeah, all, like, all together. You're, you're, yeah. Right. It's like your day's gonna come. Right. But also, I love that part in the middle where he where he does that evil laugh. That was so awesome. <laughs> that was yeah. so awesome because he's like saying like, um. He's just saying like, tomorrow, whenever I die, <laughs> we're gonna be seeing each other again. <laughs> Yeah, so as a, as a whole, this song had just like the package, like great story and great lyrics, great singing, great, like everything about it was awesome. So I think this one stands out, I think stylistically among the rest. Like this, if this one's going to be in a different genre, it'd be definitely this song for some reason. Yeah, the Latin Brothers are the psychedelic salsa band. That's probably why I like them so much. They're not all all psychedelic, but that's like what they have a bunch of unique sounding songs. It doesn't really sound psychedelic. I guess then that's the one thing I was gonna ask you was like, it's like exotic. I guess kind of, like, but like it didn't like. There's one song on here that kind of I could see has that sort of trippier edge or like makes you kind of trance out a little bit because that's the whole point to me of what psychedelic means as opposed to just like throwing some weird effects, you know, Tame Impala in the song, but. <laughs> But like it's the more the mood of it and the feel, minus the specific stylized psychedelic sounds that you normally think of. But I didn't really get too much. But I mean, when you mentioned that in this song, it's I mean I like the song more, but like it it still doesn't give me that feeling. I guess in terms of <clears throat> Jesus, almost lost my voice. I feel like I'm getting sick. My throat's starting to hurt. Jeez, I'm gonna talk my talk my lungs out before I start sounding like shit. Um, I feel like this one, like the aura of it, was more trippy than the actual physical sound of it, and especially with you. Um, tell me about the lyrics so in a sense I feel like okay that could kind of fit but just not really how it sounds but again who gives a fuck it's a great song um, I did not know if that was going to be your favorite song I didn't know what it was going to be um, yeah, it's definitely the, like I said it would have been um, uh, 
fucking it would have been Campiña, but it is this one. The Campiña next is is pretty epic. Yeah. The next Are those song... going to the playlist, bro? Huh? Are those going to the playlist? Pro I, I know this one is El Esqueleto. That's definitely going on cuz I like that. I mean, um, it's the skeleton. The skeleton. I Ave. love that word, esqueleto. <laughs> it is fun. It just kind of rolls off the tongue. Um, it does, yeah. The next one, Ave Maria Lola. This song was really catchy. And, um... Lola. Lola. <laughs> yeah, it was, <laughs> it funny, was with, very with fucking catchy. It went so well. Like, the lyrics just fit so... Like, you can't sing this music in, in English. It just doesn't work. Like, well, I've yeah. heard... So I've heard salsa where they sing in English. I'm just like, this just is bad. Yeah, I mean, some things just don't translate, and you just have to keep them originally, and this is one of them. My only issue with this song is that, like, like and this is more towards the beginning. They kind of brought it back a little bit in the end. Like, some of the, the background drum rhythms that they were doing, they just sound like they were randomly banging on notes or, like, a sound yeah. check. Like, I was like, what the fuck are they doing? It sounds like they were, like, dicking around or, like, trying to, like create a polyrhythm or do something weird but they just like stop they did like hit a couple notes and stopped like off rhythm I was like what the fuck are they doing um but yeah overall the song was nice and it was catchy but just like those random little weird drum things I was like what are they doing um um I love when like the full on like Montuno comes at like the the ends yeah I thought that just worked I'm like yes that's just that crescendo and then you finally unleash like the full salsa experience i was like that's perfect yeah like i said the song was great you know minus what i just said um the next right. one regresa pronto uh it means come back soon come back soon or re return soon no thank you so this one i don't really get too much from although the coolest part was they had the piano mimic a bass like with the low note rhythm that they did that was nice Oh, I don't know. Huh, I need to. I need to notice that. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I need, it's. I, I to... thought it was, and I think it's piano. It sounds like the low notes on a piano. Like I thought it was bass originally. Like oh, it's a cool little thumping, you know, bass rhythm. But it sounds like it's piano, which is nice. Right. A little creative. Good. Um, the vocals I think are just a little bit lacking on this one. I don't know. This didn't really capture. It's kind of a simp song. But, um, <laughs> well there's why like so this is what's called so this is like kind of this is salsa romantica or salsa sensual like just you know sensual salsa mm -hmm. um but it i call this kind of music sad boy salsa interesting just, just because it's really like sad i get mm. Like, it, it, it doesn't really sound uplifting, I guess. It doesn't sound uplifting, but... It, Jesus Christ. Uplifting, but it doesn't sound, like, sad to me either. It just kind of sounds neutral, I guess. Mm. But if it's simp salsa, you know, <laughs> everything's a sad day. Um, this, this, is, this is sad boy salsa, dude. Like, this is what you listen to when you break up. Really? Especially... Oh, yeah. Huh. But then when you get over the breakup, that's when you listen to Oscar de Leon because all of his songs are just about like, yeah, I don't need you anymore. Like, go away. Well, don't be that, foreshadowing here, but interesting. Because like, that's what Yoraras, like, you shall cry. He's, he's like, you're going to cry. Like, you're going to miss me. <laughs> and he's just playing his bass, just chilling. <laughs> 
Um, oh, but okay, I forgot to mention man. his other song, Ael. That the lyrics in that song are like a great because the whole song is just him, like it's just a tribute to his dad, hmm. and how he was just like such a hardworking man, and how he's so and and like um, how it was just so um like he felt like a proud man to see his dad with his with his wife happy and everything right yeah yeah, yeah. At, right after like everything that happened to him and how hard he worked through life and how like all the battles he went through um it's a nice little tribute you know simping for your dad as opposed to you know you can simp for your dad or your mom because <laughs> like in that situation it actually is earned right because like these gotta... people <laughs> right because these people gave birth to you Whereas, like, this per- girl you're simping for does nothing for you. And, in fact, like, makes your life worse. And it's taking stuff from you and giving nothing in return. You don't got to pay your dad money to give you comfort. Right, exactly. Because your dad is just awesome and he's a Chad. And that's what <laughs> that's why Oscar Leong is awesome. Because he recognizes that. And he makes a badass song about it. About how awesome his dad was. So that's why I'm like, yeah, Oscar de Leong, you get a huge thumbs up from me. <laughs> Two thumbs up, Willie Z. Um, yes. The next one, fucking nada puedo hacer. This one. I um nothing can I do or I can't do anything. Yeah, making music is I, one of them. If I fucking hated the vocal rhythm and this so much, it's like another he, sim song, dude. Oh god, it fucking sounded like it. It sounds like he just tried so fucking hard to come up with a fast rhythm just for anything and it did not match the song it just it just was it just sounded like gibberish i was like what the fuck is he trying to do it was so annoying <laughs> god i'm um, so mad and the instruments I, I mean the instruments sounded the same as all the others before so it's like there wasn't anything too different for me to comment on the instruments but dude the, his fucking vocal rhythm was just god there's nothing you, to latch on to i mean i liked it but do you at least agree that this emo- the emotions in these two songs were much more earned than in Persona Ideal. Do you yeah, at least it, admit that? It didn't sound like it was forced emotion. It just didn't sound like they like are good vocalists. <laughs> it's just, it sounded like technically they're not great. Because like his rhythm, I mean, the notes were fine. They didn't really sound off in any regard, but just his fucking rhythm is terrible. Well, so he's playing drums like he and singing at the same time um so, i mean and it, mastodon he, does that they do, they do fine with rhythm <laughs> well i know I'm, I'm, I'm not using that as an excuse um but i was just like giving more information about the group so that's diego gale which is why the the group is called grupo gale um uh, so name is fucking name for the group that's another problem <laughs> it, he he was actually i think part of grupo nietzsche at some point and then he made his own thing well um well so he did that um and a lot of on a lot of the songs he doesn't even sing he just plays the drums um like if i showed you a lot more of their songs you'd see the, oh wait that's a good different guy singing and a lot of their there's they use a bunch of different voices actually yeah um but um yeah that album that not a boy i said comes from i'd actually really like to show you that album because that's one of my favorite salsa albums ever yeah, if, oh. it, if, if it doesn't have him singing this bullshit on it, I, I would probably enjoy it. <laughs> what the fuck? 
Why? Is it really that bad? It's so off. Like, it doesn't hold, like, any... Like, it's just, like, scatting, but not, like, cool. I don't... I can't explain it. Like, he just didn't hit any sort of rhythmic mark. He just, like, kept changing it randomly, and then, like, it was just, like... Every, like, I don't know. And Maybe the fact that it was in Spanish, too. Like, it just made it more difficult to catch what he was trying to do. But it just sounded like he fucking, like, overdubbed it, is what it sounded like. And it just didn't follow any rhythm. <laughs> When you when you understand Spanish, it just kind of does make more sense. <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, how many songs have I listened to in Spanish where the vocalists were really good and had good rhythm? Like that's you know like. <laughs> but like, it know. did have good rhythm though. I don't know. There's not really much I could do to convince you. Um, I th- uh, anyway, do you have anything more to say about nada puede ser? I think I'll like I'll close it with this. It's. <laughs> It just, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm just going to say the same thing again. But besides that, it was fine. It was it was not a bad song. Um, I don't it know. It's another sad boy salsa song. Um, he was pretty sad. But, what, like, what is that your least favorite one? On the track, or on the, on the playlist, yeah. Damn, okay, maybe I should have picked a better song. It's mainly his vocals, man. Like, it's just like... He just, I don't, I want to, like, I want to get in their head and, like, figure out, because, like, sometimes, like, musicians, they take risks, they do something experimental, and it just doesn't work, but, like, you can kind of tell what they're going for. I couldn't tell what he was trying to go for. Like, was he trying to go for a fast, like, freeform poem style, or was he trying to, like, rap? Is he trying to, like, he just, but he didn't do anything on, like, it, it was just so off. Like, he didn't, like, pick a consistent, not a consistent rhythm, but, like, he just, it just, I don't know. It just he just didn't do it. He just did random bullshit. <laughs> Fucking and it works. You just chill, dude. You just you just roll with it. I was trying to, but like it just like I'm so rhythmic in my head. So it's like I was trying to fucking get into it because like there's some some I I mean I, I don't really like the freeform style anyway. But like some artists make it kind of cool where they don't follow the, the the rhythm of the music. They just make something up over top, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it's just way off. In this case, I hate it when rappers do it. Rappers do that shit a lot where, like, they'll have a consistent beat and then, like, their hooks will be fine, but their verses are just completely off. They try to make up their own rhythm over top of the song and it just doesn't flow. So, like, they're they're known for, notorious for doing that shit. Okay. So that's what um, it sounded like was, like, a rapper's attempt to do salsa, I guess. <laughs> um. So, next up, mm-hmm. we have... A song by an irrelevant podcast alum. Oh. Mark Anthony. Oh. Uh, <laughs> this makes more sense now. <laughs> right, so we've talked about him. Um, so what did you think about Contra la Corriente? I didn't... So I have, I have two yin and yang, you know, feelings on this song. The actual music side, I liked. The production side was pretty like i don't know how to say it without just basically like non-existent they it it sounded like first of all the mix was fucking all over the place it sounds like they like they found random stock sounds and then just put them at increasingly louder volumes throughout the song and then when they play together it just fucking clipped the shit out of you and it just overpowered the whole so it's like I don't know what the fuck they were smoking, but they they fucked the all the levels up on this song. 
but the actual song was good like the sounds were kind of cool but again it, it sounds like they just like downloaded a plugin and fucking picked the first thing they saw and then just made it really loud for no reason it's like what the fuck they did not mix anything in this song <laughs> they just recorded well, all the same shit at the same time so if you ignore all that <laughs> um well cause like I, I guess I don't really notice that as much um but so I don't really have much to say in that regard but I just absolutely adore the part in the song like in the end where like it's the I think it's like three people singing or it's like a small group of people you know like the yo lucho lucho all that stuff I just think that's great because it, it reminds me a lot of that like kind of like um you know like 40s and 50s like doo-wop music yeah it, it had that same kind of rhythm and stuff like that and that harmony I was like oh that's so good that's that sounds so nice yeah yeah no like I said the actual Jesus Ugh, dude my fucking throat's getting destroyed I'm getting deep throated over here bro Oh, I'm getting sick. Um, <laughs> yeah, that. So then you're gonna compensate for that by listening to sad boy souls. That is gonna be an overcorrection. However, this fucking. Um, but yeah, no, I I like the song. The song itself it's is like, great. <laughs> it's like, what's the most downhearted death thing you've ever done? I I got deep throated, and then I listened to sad boy salsa afterwards. Put it for my the, LinkedIn bio. That, that's the most downbeat thing I've ever done in my life. If this is not rock bottom, I'm scared for what is. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. not much more to say about that one. It's nice. Um, the next like, song, Sandra um, Mora. Yeah. I actually surprisingly like this song. The The violin-esque kind of orchestral string instrument with the flute melody was really nice. And the la-la-la-la part was catchy. Yeah, so this is the psychedelic salsa song. Okay, I guess um, I can kind of see that now, like reflecting back on it. But it is, right, like it's definitely not. I I think it's the most unique of all of the songs on this list. Yeah, it doesn't f- really fit into any of them except for maybe the next one. But um, yeah, it's very trippy with like the la la las and like the violin, where it just it it seems so off at first like this the violin and salsa but then it just kind of you just kind of go with it and it works i like it i like most string and except for like when people do the twangy fiddle thing i'm not really too too much of a fan of that but i love cello and violin so i thought it was especially when they mix it with flute i think flute mixed with a lot of instruments makes a really cool sound i have to um play with that and see if that sounds cool with an electric guitar like doing like a heavier rhythm and matching the melody with the flute that might sound kind of cool um, Maybe yeah, the the flute is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like that. That's actually a big difference between Latin jazz and American jazz. Is um, the flute? Um, Latin jazz loves the flute. <laughs> oh yeah, the Latin brothers do too. Hence the name. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think overall it's just a very vibe song. It's, like I put it in the same category as, like, yeah, not necessarily because Campina. This is a very different style than Campina, but, um, that's the thing because like the Latin Brothers are just very unique. They're different than like most salsa. Right. Um, yeah, I'd love to show you more of their stuff. They're. I think you'd think they're very interesting. Yeah, I think they're. They do make. Jeez, man, this is not a good night. I think they make interesting songs, but. 
Yeah. Um, so the, I guess like in terms of psychedelic or more experimental, I guess and objectively no, but in terms of the other salsa songs, yeah. Um, they definitely give you a variety of different sounds and a little bit different feel, especially with the mood of the song. So I can definitely see from that standpoint how that could be psychedelic salsa. But that is cool. I do like that. It's very entrancing. Yeah. Like, I love, like, the, um, in the beginning, you know, like, the la-la-la and all that stuff. And then when, like, the Montuno starts kicking in, it, like, like all of the other sounds just, like, drown out. Like, it just, they completely go away. Right. And then it's 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 only the Montuno, right? And then like just all the other stuff comes in and it's just like the the very like I don't know, like almost creepy kind of violin. It's just it's a very interesting sound and vibe that it like invokes, right? Mm-hmm. But I, just, I I I love the mixing and like the the sounds and when this comes in when that leaves and stuff like that. They they do a really good job at that the Latin Brothers. Yeah, no, the, they also would, they seem like a band that or a group that'd be really fun to see live, too. Oh, yeah. Um, well, they're not together anymore. <laughs> the, the the best ones usually aren't, shame enough. Yeah, a lot of the guys just did solo stuff. Um, yeah, well, also, like, the group changed, like, so much throughout the years. Like, people left, people, like came people stay and they come came back and all like it, it's a very like they're not as like to get like tight-knit as a band as other bands right yeah. well i mean well, i mean that's musicians are temperamental so and use usually the best ones that always fucking have some bullshit going on so that's always an indicator of great music is uh broken people right. yeah we <laughs> but, talked about that yeah the next song, uh, Las... God, I'm not gonna fucking... I don't know why, like, I feel like I can pronounce the majority of Spanish words semi-right, but for some reason, one just shut down my brain. Las Gananuelas? Well, so that's actually a typo. The N is supposed to be a B, so it's Las Cabanuelas. Okay. Which, actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's, like, some ancient... Was like that my Native typo American? or a typo on the song no, itself? It, it's a typo on Apple Music. Oh, okay. Like, that's just... Or on that album specifically. Like, that's just what the song... That's, like, what it says the song is. Get my way this. Okay. Um, but so, I think it's, like... It's, like, some ancient, like, indigenous way of, like, telling the weather. Or, like, predicting the weather. It's really... Like, I, hold on. Let me, let me see what it is again. I want to say that's what it is, and I read about it, and it was really interesting. Okay, hold on. We need the Jeopardy theme song. Right. Um, because it's all in Spanish, but like I want to just... I don't feel like translating it to you, so I need to just get what the English version is. Like, just to explain what it is. Okay, so, Las Cabañuelas, also Cabañuelas, or Cabañuelas, or Caban, yeah, sorry, were a method of forecasting the weather practiced throughout the Hispanic diaspora. It is a traditional form of weather prediction dating back many centuries in Spain. Okay, so I was wrong. It is Spanish, not indigenous. Hmm. Las Cabañuelas is practiced throughout Mexico, South America, including the Caribbean, and even parts of Africa, there were previously there were previously territories of Spain. In Spain, the so-called experts, cabañolistas, 
organized in the Asociación Cultural Española de Cabañuelas y Astrometeorología. Whatever. Um, <laughs> um, oh, the Cabañuelistas in Spain claim that Cabañuelas is an empirical science and that its origin is thousands of years old when the only reference of the time was the moon. Even the times that Egyptians used to measure the uh, the levels of the Nile waters, the Sirius star, and that the old base of Cabañuelas was measured being August 1st. Okay, methodology. Um, okay, wait. Meth yeah, methodology. Hold on. I, I get the premise. But yeah, it's just some old way of telling the weather. Okay. But I just think that that's cool. Like, I love their... You see, the Latin brothers have, like, the best lyrics. They have the best things that the songs are about. Um, because, I mean, most of the songs are just about relationships, you know? Right. Um, but then... Or just drama. But then this one is just, like, there's, like... Yeah, the ancient way of telling the weather, bro. <laughs> like, that's what we're going to write a song about. So what was the... Um... Like, what were the lyrics? Like, what what do they tie that title into? Like, what do they say? All right, so let me look at them. Because sometimes, like, I just get lost in the music. I forget what the lyrics are. How is it possible to draw the weather? Um, all right. So he's saying, like, he picked up, like, a like a like a paintbrush and he painted a rainbow um to remember like of that moment with you okay so fuck it is about a relationship um hold on <laughs> why don't we circle back <laughs> it's taking too long fuck yeah okay anyway, because but... i i well, yeah, so that's what it's about. <laughs> Sick. Um, but that's still interesting, though. I, lo I love how they still tie that into, like, a relationship. And it's a they make it in an interesting way. Yeah, it is cool. I, I've never even heard of that. I kind of want to research it and see, like, what the theories are and what they would do to predict it. That's kind of cool. Um, yeah. No idea. So for this song, I feel like the bass didn't really fit. It, the rhythm felt slightly too slow and the notes were a little bit off. A little bit more dissonant than it probably needed to be but however the plucked slash piano violin trumpet melody that they kept interchanging was really cool like they would just introduce one instrument after the other simultaneously that was a nice touch um and also like the ending like that those ending like just go out with a bang thing this song goes out with a bang <laughs> yeah it's a great it's like if you know your fourth of july ending finale yeah, that makes me think of, like, Pablo and the boys. Just, like... <laughs> I'm like, that's definitely what they were listening to. Yeah, they... So this is the Colombian, these last two songs. I assume because the, the last song is Ben Medellin. Yeah, um... Yeah, the Latin brothers are Colombian. Okay. Um, see, Colombia's got the best music, man. Yeah, I feel like most of the music that I've liked Latin-inspired have been from Colombia or Brazil. I like Tim Maya because he's Brazilian, right? He is. Um, does that count as Latin, though? I think it has a Latin flair to it. I mean, even though he's more... So, like, yeah, actually, that is true. But, like, it's, yeah. he's more Western-sounding of the music that's Latin, but he definitely has the style in there. Um, but, yeah, so... 
So for yeah. uh, Venom Medellin. Um, and so, then sorry. Oh, you go. Mark a- and then Mark Anthony is just some asshole from New York. Yeah, fuck that guy. Hate New Yorkers. Yeah, but he is originally Puerto Rican. Yeah, fuck them too. <laughs> I've had very mixed like results mingling with Puerto Ricans. <laughs> Um, well, there's not that many here. I I, I know, and that's why it's damning, because, you know, not that, you know, I have to paint a generalized broad picture from the few that I've known. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, which I don't want to do, but I do want to do, because, you know, it's a pattern. Yeah. But the last song, Vena Medellin, it felt like, so this is the one that I was saying that I could see is the most psychedelic out of it. Because mainly, like, the oh, okay. the constant, like, 16th note rhythm that's, you know, going up and down and up and down um, kind of gave me that trancey sort of space-style vibe so you can just kind of get lost to dancing. It felt like people could twirl to it for eternity is kind of the vibe that I got. So, like, that in itself giving me that mental image was making it trippy, too. And then also, like, the screaming trumpet stabs kind of pull you back in and out. You know what I mean? Ah, okay. So, so I guess... Yeah. In that sense, it is. Yeah. Even though it's still, I think, still pretty much just sounds like a regular salsa song. Yeah. So that's what I thought was going to be like the psychedelic was like using the same types of rhythms and um, notes, but they organize them in that way to where it's supposed to entrance you as opposed to just having like trippy sounding effects on the instruments itself. But yeah, it really does. Because the whole song is just like an anthem for the city of Medellin. Mm-hmm. And he's just saying like, come to Medellin, like, come see how awesome our city is, like, yeah. how we're the best. It's such, like, I'm, I'm sure they've played this in, like, um, like soccer ads and stuff like that. Yeah, um, no, I, I definitely got that vibe. Well, I guess I didn't really get an anthem vibe. It didn't sound anthem. Well, I guess maybe now that you say that, listen that back to ending, it, it kind of does. That really yeah. does sound, yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah, and yeah. also, like, just how he's, oh, and, like, that, that bridge, dude, before he goes out and sings, like, the final thing. Um, oh, the lyrics on that. <laughs> I got I, I I gotta just like um because I love that you know how like we we assign like like ideas and things like to cities like it's the city of this or that you know right um and it's like we know all that you know like Paris is the city of love and stuff like that or you know um like uh what is like you know Philadelphia is the city of brotherly love or whatever it is or whatnot you know like Sin City is Las Vegas or whatnot but like I I like you know we don't really we're not familiar with that kind of stuff for like Spanish cities, I guess. Um, you know, we just figure like, Oh, it's just, you know, some like Latin American Spanish place. Cool. <laughs> cool enough. You know, um, yeah, you, you can visualize the colors, you know, right. Very bright and vibrant and a lot of, um, fedoras, right? <laughs> yeah. And linen Exa- shirts. Yeah. And a lot of churches, a lot of, um, you know, like that, that, you know, exactly what Spanish architecture looks like. Oh yeah. Um, but so he's saying, let me let me pull it up. So we are the land of flowers. We've got salsa, salsa, and a good rhythm to dance to. With beautiful women in the eternal spring, I invite you to meet Medellin, 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 Medellin. <laughs> Dude, I was talking to, um, I don't remember where the fuck I was talking, but I was talking to someone 
from Columbia, and they were saying how um, they have because I was I'm always interested in hearing people's stereotypes of their country or them making jokes about how we make jokes about people from West Virginia, kind of the same shit. Like who is the people they make fun of? Um, yeah. And I can't remember what they were saying, but they're saying like basically the city to the south in Columbia, they make fun of how they dance. Like they say they have no rhythm. Um, <laughs> I really wish I could what? fucking remember the name, but I can't for the life of me. Um, I'm pulling up, hold up! I'm pulling up. The, see, like I, I'm doing like the Jamie thing and like Joe Rogan, where he has to like look up everything. <laughs> forever. So let me see. Yeah, Google that. It, will it's gotta be okay. Columbia map. I don't. I I'm not gonna remember the name. It's been fucking. Do you remember what it starts with? No, I don't. But I I know it was like to the south part of the country. All right. Yeah, because a big like half of the country is just like uninhabitable. Cause it's like the Amazon, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, literally. Like, if you look at the map, there's like no roads on like the second half, like yeah. the lower half. It's but um, is it? It's not Cali, is it? Ah, uh, maybe. No. Is it? Is I it don't... Pasto? I think it's Pasto. That sounds. It, it might not be. So don't. People that are from there don't get offended, or do get offended. I don't really give a fuck. But I don't know if that was that one for sure. But it sounds like it could be. Because they were talking about Cali, but I can't remember what they said about it. I do remember she said about Medellin, how like they are there to seduce everyone, just like in the way that they talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Um, um, and it's and just like a, cocaine. Like, <laughs> like the most beautiful people in Colombia are from Medellin, or go there at least. Um, yeah, that's that's what my, my, my buddy explained to me. Cause his, so he's Guatemalan. But his wife is Colombian, and he knows all the Colombian stuff, right? Mm-hmm. He was telling me, so, like, um, Medellin is, like, where all the beautiful stuff is. Yeah. But he said Cali is, like, where all the hot stuff is. <laughs> it's where all the depraved, um, so the red light districts go down. Right. So he said if you want, like, a beautiful woman, you go to Medellin. But if you want, like, a hot, like, you know, like, the whole, like, big booty Latina nonsense, like, that's where you go. Interesting. Um, so Cali is more, like it's it's trashier and whatnot from what i heard from him all right so if anyone gets offended by that i i really do apologize i don't know if my but this is just from what i've heard yeah all the um, sluts in cali fucking don't get mad hey dude <laughs> i mean pacha herrera was gay so i don't know <laughs> oh it's right he was the, the cali cartel he embodied that well yeah and then pablo was medellin he was not a beautiful man, though. <laughs> um, I actually think he was. He had a beautiful mustache. The real life, maybe, maybe the actor, but not the fucking real life version of Pablo. He looks like a car salesman. Oh, <laughs> oh no! I'm talking about the in the show. Yeah, no, yeah, obviously because it's a fucking show. But no, the real life Pablo Escobar. <laughs> I mean, I saw a picture from when he was younger, and it was kind of. But Gee, yeah, frothing you a little on. bit. You feeling a little excited? No, cause I'm, you know, I'm. That's not me. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, he really does look like a no. But yeah, I you just, are the one I, calling dudes hot, so maybe Cali is the city for you. Well, I can recognize like things that are aesthetically pleasing. I don't. That doesn't mean I necessarily I need to be sexually attracted to it. I know. It's just the fact that you well, call it that. So anyways, I get the premise. 
Well, that that is... That's just for comedic punch, because I know people would just be like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> you did not know. I'm not accepting that. You did not start that as comedic punch, because you had no idea when you said that in the fucking store, and we're all giving you shit for it. You're like, there's no distinction. And like, no, there is a distinction. <laughs> there's a difference between finding something aesthetically pleasing and calling someone hot. There's, one is sexually attractive. The other is recognizing the beauty. Well, so, yeah, what am I going to say? His, he's beautiful? No. <laughs> no. So, God. <laughs> Um, so anyways, um, so, wait, Mm -hmm. what the fuck were we even talking about? I was trying to remember what city this girl was talking about that they can't dance in Colombia or they dance like squares. (laughs) I can't quite remember what she said, but it's basically like, oh, wait. And I was just about like, I, the thing I can't get over about Pablo Escobar because it's just so hilarious is like the clothes he wears. Yeah. Like those jeans and then like apple bomb jeans. (laughs) And his polos, man. man, His fucking polos. It's like his polos, his jeans, and like his Nike Air Monarchs. (laughs) I'm like, what? I don't don't even know if they're Nike Air Monarchs, but they look like they are. It's something. Some white shoe. (laughs) He just looks so goofy. (laughs) Fuck, man. Like, he, he totally is like the guy, like the... I need you to sell you my cocaine. <laughs> you know? But then he looks like he's going to go play with a Nerf gun. Right. It's really odd. I mean, sometimes he did dress well. Um, but a lot of times he just... I don't know. It's just <laughs> it's funny, though. Oh, and another... While that I'm on this topic, another stereotype that she told me was that maybe this was like an island to the north or somewhere in the north part but basically like i was trying to i I couldn't quite understand what she was trying to tell me she was either like they're rumored to have big dicks or they fuck like donkeys or something like it was burro something like they they had some donkey euphemism for these dudes and i couldn't tell if it was a compliment or an insult (laughs) an island may i i can't it may have been an island or it may have been just a north part of of colombia i have no fun it, it was a long ass time ago but it was very strange so it was it's like are they is it a compliment or not <laughs> like, do they fuck like donkeys or do they have like massive like horse cocks like i don't know what you're trying to say yeah it's weird um but yeah so anyway this song is epic and especially yeah i could literally dance to this forever it's so great um and they they played this like so they they made a 20 year anniversary song where they just mashed up like a bunch of their songs in one song and then this was the last song and just the way they played it, it was so great like the transition and everything yeah cool man i uh i like this playlist a lot i think but did, did but like did you like video uh Medellin? like yeah what, did, i did like, i like the song okay yeah no that's like that's one of my favorites on the uh playlist for 2022 that was my most listened to song damn bro yeah that you do i mean i love i do be vibing to this music dude like when i was listening to this just for podcast sake like going to the gym i was like oh yeah dude (laughs) i am gonna go to medellin (laughs) i would like to go to columbia yeah dude i want to go to i want to see all like the churches over there they have a bunch they have like some underground churches i saw they really look interesting like cave ones yeah and they have a bunch of well the urban churches too and then you can see the museum like where like they had the medellin cartel and everything 
Um, I've heard the people are very nice. Dude, I have got to go get some water. My fucking voice is dying. Fucking monologue for 10 seconds. Hold on. Man. Yeah, it's on you now, bitch. It's not so easy. Go ahead, start. Fuck, what am I going to talk about? About how great salsa music is and how it's like the best genre of music to like ever exist. It's the most palatable genre of music. It's the most, I don't know, like it's it's the f- most fun type of music. Um it just has that that like ethnic flair to it. it it's like a cultural symbol you know but it also is just kind of generally palatable for most people um the montunos are just so catchy and just goosebump inducing um, all right i'm back fuck dude fuck, I, was get, I was getting good man well i'm glad i cut you off before your limelight so well so anyways <laughs> I love looking at maps, dude. I love cartography so much. Me too. And it makes it even funnier when I, you realize that most Americans don't know where the fuck any country is or we're even where our own country is, which is interesting. I know. Uh, have you, I saw this thing. It was like average number of languages spoken per country. America was like 0. 0.8. <laughs> 0. So, 0.8 because they can barely well, speak fucking English. <laughs> yeah, we can't even crack one. Like... <laughs> Although like, I would say, like, really, I I don't know though because how do they how do they measure that? Because I feel like America, how many people speak you know multiple different languages and because the, they're from everywhere in the world. Especially like if you go to New York, you hear so many different types of languages being spoken. So I don't even know how they measure that. Like, some like native speakers, like people like that are born in America or people that just live here. Even people that live here, like most people that like, depending on what time you you immigrated, like you're pretty assimilated so you didn't really speak the the mother tongue anymore hmm. but yeah but a lot of that i'm sure is just like southern people that, <laughs> that are stupid Fucking. um um and i hate to fulfill like the the yankee like northern american like i look down on southern people thing but it's kind of true <laughs> you're fucking um, from louisiana bro that is true, but I'm not from like the. I'm not from like the southern country part of Louisiana. I mean, I kind of am, but not really. It's kind of complicated. There's more <laughs> to it than that, bro. It's not black and white. I feel like it's a lot of black and white in Louisiana, mainly. It is, yeah, especially New Orleans. Tbh. Yep. Um, no, so, anyways. I get what you're trying to say. <laughs> so, <laughs> what do you give this? out of 10 as a playlist as just an experience how fun it is how enjoy it like just overall what is the jason salsa recommendation get do you remember what i gave the last one i think you gave it an eight yeah you gave it an eight damn i don't i think that's kind of high because i enjoy this more than i feel like i want to reverse my number from last time and give it a seven and then i'm gonna give this one an eight okay well either way they're both still good yeah i just enjoy this one a little bit more i think i just like this genre more as a whole um man i thought you'd like for a whole any day of the week i thought you'd prefer that over this no nah, i still would listen to this over that oh okay just like as a i need something to entertain myself let's just listen to that well when i think of spanish culture 
besides mariachi, this is legitimately what I think of, and I think this is what's portrayed, you know, in the media about a lot of Spanish countries is salsa music, and um, it's just fun. Yeah. Like it's it's just a fun time. It is fun. It's very goosebump inducing, dude. Yeah, and especially because like. I don't know. I think it's also the fact that, you know, growing up in this area with a lot of Spanish influence, um, it's not what people listen to mainly, <laughs> but I think it's like, it's, it's more of a cultural thing. It's like you go into like most local places and they're, if they're not blasting a church sermon, they're usually playing something like this. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah. But not in like the chain, obviously they're playing this shit in the chains too. That's not what I'm talking about, but like more of the local places, local babusa places, Local Spanish, Mexican restaurants, whatever have you. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, no, I, I enjoyed this one a little bit more. Alrighty. Oh, that was good. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of the direction that I want to go in for the next recommendation. I kind of want to 180 you with something really stupid, but then again, I kind of don't want to just derail you and actually have something thought-provoking. I feel like you don't really analyze... Um, too too heavily into some of the songs so i'm trying to find ones that just innately sound good mm, okay but cross that bridge but no man um this is probably the most latin music i've ever listened to in my life <laughs> all in one sitting <laughs> i'm gonna sit after down month. for an hour and listen to latin <laughs> music dude because it's just it's fun it's just so it's perfect like there's no other genre I'd rather just listen to when I'm driving in the car. It just like it works in every context. This this song it's also where I could I could work out to it. It's so good. Are you one of those people that like when you're driving with your family, you just like force your music on everyone, you always have to play the music in the car? Are you that guy? If I'm not driving, no, I don't really care. Okay, because I, <laughs> I just have that, I, don't, I just have that energy of you in my head. You're just like, all right, let me just grab this ox cord while you're in the back seat and just fuck everyone's <laughs> day up. <laughs> no, everyone needs to understand the interest. Yeah, I, the, I, I get that vibe from you. I don't know why, and your family is like, all right, we support you because we can't not. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, sometimes I get the ox, but really, no. It's like, especially if it's the whole family, it just doesn't really work like that. Yeah. I just imagine it's like a, like there's like five of you sitting in one car going to church or something, and you're the only one like bobbing your head and like shaking your shoulders, and one just kind of staring. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, babe. and then it's just it's it's oh, like the fuck. classic like like dad playing his music, and then yeah. everyone else is like, dad, stop. Mm-hmm. And he's like, come on, you gotta dance. <laughs> Everyone's like, no. Yeah, I you totally give me that vibe. But, um, I might. I'm probably gonna be that dad when I'm a dad, but you're gonna be a fucking interesting father. Like you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna mix like tradition with modern like culture. It's gonna be really funny. Your kid's gonna be fucking really weird. He's gonna grow up in a, and I can't even imagine what life is gonna be like. You know, five years or however long you want to have a child. So like you're gonna raise him in a really weird way in an already weird world. So. I'm kind of yeah. looking forward to it. It's going to be fun, man. <laughs> I heard you're uh, you're trying to take an international trip, huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> you uh, you got any prospects? Or are you going to brave it alone? Um, 
Can we just like not talk? <laughs> Please. On your way. You're on your way to that card, that glorious card. Oh yes. Um, very much on the way for the. Oh wi- fucking god, dude! I. <laughs> for the wilitos. I hope you know this is out of like love, <laughs> because dude, fucking. You kill me, bro. You just do. You fucking. I know I do. I kill a lot of people. I can't help it. You just fucking. There's just a prime target for all the shit that I throw at you. You do it yeah. to yourself, man. I know I do. I very much do it to myself. <sighs> fucking anyways. <laughs> so yeah, anyways, um, we should just go to Colombia, dude. Fuck it. I I we should start a travel vlog. I would like to. That would be really fun. What was that, like, that Passport Boys thing? What? Isn't that, like, essentially what I'm... Remember, isn't that essentially what I'm doing? It's like that trend... It was that trend on social media where everyone's like, Hey, do you want to... Do you want, like, if... Are are you sick of Western women? Just get your passport and then just go to... It's like go to Medellin, <laughs> Colombia. It's like, do you, you want go to Russia? Big... Go to the Philippines. Go to the, all the submissive woman countries and get you one. Right. It's like, do you want a big booty Latina? Just go to book a trip to Medellin, Colombia. Hell yeah, And then yeah, it's just dude. like, well, that is cool. I would do that, but um, dude, I'm telling I you, think... you'd be perfect for 90 Day Fiance. Isn't that wait? You said it's like they just go to another country. And they they pretty and sometimes it's through a matchmaker, but they basically like meet some girl or guy online from a different country and they fall in love and most I'm sure most of it's scripted so they like kind of egg them on to do some bullshit, but they obviously never work and it's the whole show is just them fighting and all that shit and how the complications of you know intercountry relationships or international relationships I should say should say so fuck me, um, but no, dude, you're you're prime suspect for it. Your your opinions on cable TV would be fucking wild. <laughs> about what? Give you get viral about your your views on things. I feel like would oh, be oh that TLC yeah, would okay. love you, dude. Oh they, yeah. They dude. paint you as like the Antichrist, but like you would get top ratings. You'd be you'd be the new Big Ed. Yeah. <laughs> like the new Alex Jones. <laughs> But no, the Passport Bros thing, like, that shit is so fucking cringe. Like, like it's one thing if you, like, fall in love with somebody wherever they are in the world. But, like, if you fail dating here and you're like, oh, I'm going to go outside where they're not westernized. It's like, bro, you have nothing to build off of. You're just doing it for money or not doing it for money. Like, you're only, if you have the money to fucking, you know, date a girl that's foreign and wants to be submissive to you, you better have money. <laughs> yeah, it's like, they have a point, but I think they're doing it for the wrong reason no they just want people to fucking just they just want like we were talking about last time they just want to be lazy and don't want people to bitch at them but then they realize that women from these countries have the worst fucking temper that known to man more than here so it's like yeah you're gonna fucking have a submissive russian wife good luck (laughs) dude no but like russian women are fucking huge what do you mean huge like tall or just fat no, they're like huge, like they're jacked. Oh yeah, dude, they'll fucking beat the shit out of you. You kidding me? Submissive. Yeah. You know you'll be submissive to her. <laughs> that Russian woman, yeah. And don't get us started on Latin women. You want a submissive Colombian girlfriend? She'll fucking stab you, bro. Get the fuck out of here. 
Exactly, bro. That's why I don't understand. I mean, obviously, like, women can be submissive and dominant in any fucking country, obviously. But, like, these people are picking these girls that are neither. <laughs> neither submissive or neither genuine. But, no, I just, the whole concept is fucking stupid. And, like, you can always tell, like, because, like, when you ask them, you know, why did their relationships fail, they, they can't really elaborate. Because if they do elaborate, they know they're going to get in trouble. <laughs> so they just dance around and play. They're like, well, I just can't find anyone with my values. Like, what, what are your values? Like, well, women are just too westernized. And you're like, what does that mean? And, like, they're just trying to say, like, that no one listens to me because they have no reason to. <laughs> No, right. And it's like, I have the same sentiment, but it's like, I actually, like, genuinely can't find anyone here. <laughs> like, I That's know because... it sounds, I know it sounds crazy, but it's always just like, because, like, I, you know, I always constantly got the questions, like, how do you not have a girlfriend? Or, like, you, you can't just, like, there's no one at church? I'm like, of course there's people at church and there's people everywhere but it's just i'm a very picky person right when it comes to everything like food movie music everything right people even so it's like to find everyone with my super complicated values it's 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 not really easy to find but like top on that it's like even if I did, like, you know, I, I would find other people like that, but then they would either just be like, they're too old, too young, they already have boyfriends, or like, they're just doing too much with their life. I'm like, yeah, that just kind of turns me off, and just, just never really, <laughs> I, there was just never really found too anyone. much with their life. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't want to date someone who wants to be an engineer, and it's oh, like, so I'm like, that's just, I don't know, like... That's too, like, that's that's too much time taken away from what's like actually important in my opinion. And we already talked about that. You, I'm trying to. <laughs> I th- I don't know. I mean, the reality is there's somebody fucking anywhere for anyone. So like, it's not the fact that you just try to go elsewhere. Like you can. Like there. Like if you really tried hard enough and long enough, you'll eventually would. Because you have no idea what the future holds, right? So. But again, the fact that we're all interconnected so tightly over the internet, like it's easy to fall in love fucking 8,000 miles away or whatever have you, right? That's fine. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Because you can be picky as you want and more selective on the internet because you can just exclusively look for that shit as opposed to being stuck with whatever's around you where you live. So I get that aspect, but like... Dude, like Babel. (laughs) Like what? Remember in in Babel, you're just stuck at like the, the farm with the sheep, dude? That would suck, yeah. Maybe you should try, you know, maybe you should fucking go online and find a matchmaker if you live in, you know, really isolated parts of the world. But, I mean, I don't know. Most like, most of us don't, though. So, like, <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like, I don't know, like, because, like, how much experience have you had actually, like, going on dates with people and, like, try, as opposed to just, like, not really, I don't know, vibing with people you might be friends with or someone you just kind of randomly, you know, talk to now and again? I went on some dates. Not many. Um, I don't know. I guess, like, 
there's never really a point where it's like, this is a date. The one that I remember vividly that you told me was the girl like made a checklist of like pros and cons or something or like gave you a bunch of standards to follow. <laughs> I imagine that like, you're doing the same shit. <laughs> so she wasn't saying that about me apparently because apparently to her it wasn't a date. <laughs> but then I'm like, no, fuck this. And then it's just like, that, that pissed you me off. So um, that, that's what happened? There's more to it than that, but kind of. Oh yeah. my god, maybe you, you know what? Maybe you are destined to just fucking pick your exact match online because that's fucking funny. I I, I would be turned off too, man. If I had that, I mean, I've had some bad experiences, but like, yeah, if I was in your shoes, fuck it, just skip the middleman, fucking find someone that coddles you just right. <laughs> right, exactly. And there's other stuff that I'll, you know, I, I I'd rather just tell you off the podcast because it's really personal. But um, I'm sure it is. Yeah, and so I'm like, I I'm not trying to like, you know, find like the perfect per because that doesn't exist, right? That's never gonna exist. Like there is always gonna be things you don't like about someone, you know, because that's that, right? Exactly. I'm sure there's a ton of things you don't like about me. <laughs> um, I don't have a but, problem with you. I think you're a fucking meme. I I legitimately no, it, like <laughs> exactly. So like everyone's flawed. I am extremely flawed, right? Um, I mean, as long as you're not lying to yourself and you're actually going what you want, and then if that's what it is, then sure. As I've seen people not do that and just fake it because they don't want to be alone, so at least you're not doing that. I feel like that's way worse. Yeah, because, like, yeah, you mean, like, the whole, like, I'm just dating just to be in a relationship kind of thing yeah or like they lie themselves or like a girl's really attractive but completely not their vibe and they just like think no she's great no she's great and like no bro once the sex appeal wears off you're fucking gonna be arguing all the time it's not gonna be a vibe but oh yeah because like (laughs) with my girlfriend it's like yeah she's great she's great but it's like it's because she actually is great she's great she's great (laughs) um you know no it's a better way to be (laughs) I just, <laughs> I don't know. I can't really talk shit because, you know, I, I've i met people online. It's just they've been here, you know. I couldn't, the only reason, like, I have nothing morally against it is just because I, I couldn't, like, do something without physical contact. I could not be thousands of miles away or even a couple hundred miles away. Like, it just would not work for me. So I don't have, like, any standing against it besides that. But I just think it's funny how, like, this is just how the world is where it's like, fuck all these dumbass bitches that we got in america we're going elsewhere around the world shopping around to see what we're missing i just think the concept is funny (laughs) i know and that's why like i know i've shit on the internet all the time on this podcast even though like well it does and like i do it i did admit like yeah it does allow us to do this podcast and everything but hey it also has allowed me to meet my girlfriend so that's good (laughs) (laughs) bro i that's that's more than good (laughs) so are you are you like never mind i'm like never mind you obviously yeah. don't want to get. I'm not gonna go anyway. Too but, personal, bro. <laughs> I really want to because everything would be fucking funny. But I'm not. I'm not I'm respect your privacy. Um, but I don't know. I more so the fucking 90 day fiance shit. I think mostly because most people just want to be on TV. But a lot of it is because people just want to get a green card to come to America. That's really it. It's, and it's apparent oh, yeah. when these like young dudes are fucking these old milfs or you know vice versa just to get over here, or they just need money. Or they want a better life, so they think they can stomach being around this fucking boomer. It's hilarious. 
Oh, it's a bunch of boomer men going over there? Well, not all the time. Sometimes it's couples around the same age, but it's the same premise how, like, they're so culturally different. It always causes tension. And it's always miscommunications. Like, they always don't understand each other. Even, like, not because they're speaking different languages. Obviously, some they speak English a lot of the time. But, I mean, one guy, he fucking simped hard for this. He looked like like some, like, mouse variants. He was very tiny and bald, and he just went for this girl in Colombia, and he... Mouse variant? What? <laughs> he just looked mousy. I can't explain let me, it. Let me look this up. 90 Day Fiance Colombia. Yeah, it was Mike and Jimena. Look at these two fucking people. It's just hilarious. 90 Day Fiance Colombia. Let me see. It's just the dynamic these because like he was trying to learn Spanish, but he had to translate the majority of the shit. So it's just like they're always gonna argue, and she was clearly using him for money, and he couldn't accept it. And then it's just it was just like funny and cringy to watch at the same time. It's like it's like watching someone's downfall, but you clearly know that it's gonna happen and it can clearly be avoidable, but they just don't get it, or they do, and you know TLCs just making them do it for the memes, but. Um, but it's just yeah, fucking dude. insane. Um, Jimena's nice, but Mike, yeah, <laughs> not so much. <laughs> so that that's Mike. kind of the dynamic. And, but a lot of it is like boomers going after young girls or vice versa, or like these cougars that are f- trying to fuck like dudes in their mid-20s. It's just weird. It's just fucking weird. Yeah, I don't really want to be on this show. You should. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. You got to. You're a Why? fucking prime candidate for this show. No. Yes, you I'm are. Not doing that. Come on. No, I don't want. I don't want other people to watch like me spend time with my girlfriend. Like, no. They're not gonna watch you spend time. They're gonna watch you argue. That's the whole point. Even so, like that <laughs> still goes in the same category. You're like turn these fucking cameras off. They're like, no, we'll punch you. Yep, exactly. You gotta make money. Right, but dude. dude got- I'm telling you, you'd be the, you'd be a fuck, you'd be a character. You'd be pro- like, you probably would be like pretty viral like you could make a career out of it i would guess and being on other shows and shit like i'm telling you it's it's a door opener for you also like other people that i know like that shit like will just blow up on social media like will got on uh my fiance you just i can't like you just i don't know how to say this without sounding like weird but like you just have reality show energy like the way you (laughs) do i yes you just like you're primed for it Man, that's new for this podcast. <laughs> you just go for it. You just you just you know put yourself out there and just do shit. And that's like what a lot of these guys do on these reality shows. And like I said, I don't know how. Like, I assume most of it's fake, right? So I don't know if this is how they actually are in real life. But the right. way so that that's they why are I portrayed, don't wanna, yeah, that's why I don't want to do that because I'm gonna have to compromise some sort of thing in reality. I'm like, well, that's, that's the weird. thing. I don't know if they have to compromise with you. I think with you, they can just let the cameras roll. <laughs> Oh, I see. So you're saying like most of these guys are just regular dudes just trying to just be with someone in another country, whereas I'm like, they I actually do fit the script. And so they're like, oh, fuck. He no, I, I think script, most right? of them are fucking weirdos. Like they have very few. I mean, the, the people that are regular, maybe they have them be portrayed as weird or more weird than they usually are. I don't know. I've never been a part of a reality show. I don't know how they specifically do it. But the way that they portray it on TV, everyone's fucking insane. So whether that's half real or all real or all fake or half fake, who fucking knows? But for you, I don't think they'd have to script much. I think they just let it roll and you just, you know say whatever you need to say, and then they're like, yeah, this will this will be fucking big. <laughs> nice. 
Especially because, like, um, because you said that she doesn't speak that much English, so, like, you're going to be talking Spanish most of the time? Well, yeah, so then we wouldn't have any communication problems. Yeah, but that's why it'd be even funnier, because you'd still argue. <laughs> oh, yeah, and they have to, to sub it all. Yeah, so that's why I'm saying you're just it's a you're just prime rib, man. You're prime content for TLC. I guess I am. You come off the plane in your fedora and your shirt and your they're they're already like, oh hell yeah, dude! <laughs> Fucking look oh, at this American. That, they're ready to go. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm doing. Exactly, I'm telling you, bro. You will you will be fucking become famous. I guarantee you. And like I can be that friend on TV that's just like, dude, this isn't a good idea. Have you thought put you all your bags in a basket? Like I don't know about this. But then secretly, like I want to be on TV, so I'm like not gonna stop you. <laughs> huh. Okay. I'm telling you, it'll be a fucking great time. Will it really? Yeah, it will. Because you will not only get to try something new that you've never done before. If you're, if it fails, you at least get to like have a silver lining to where now you're an internet personality. I guess so. Yeah, and I would make money, but. Nah, whatever. I'll pass. <laughs> I, I'd live for it. It would just. It would make my. It would. It would be my my greatest birthday present if you were to go on ninety day fiance. Unless they came to me, then I'm not doing it. How the fuck would they come to you? They don't just come to people. How do you know that? Maybe they're spying on us. I mean, maybe maybe to like the most outrageous people they can find, but like I assume most people contact them and they pick the most dumpster fire or the people that are ready to get exploited the most. It's like it's like some Harry Potter thing where like if you're not uh like magic born that you have to go to their house and explain to the parents like what the wizarding world is. Pretty much. They're gonna have to come and be like, Dear Mr. Zelda, we're from the Illuminati or something. But the other reason why I think it'd be very good because you would like everyone on that show has very specific views that they always argue about with their significant other. And it's like usually the focal point of why the relationship fails. So like, I can just see you on camera, like trying to explain something about why you don't like something. It's just fucking <laughs> like what things have they thought about everything? Like, you know, why haven't you come? Like, why haven't you made the trip to come see me? You know, why haven't you given me money in this amount of time? You know, who's this girl that you've been talking to on your Instagram? Like, shit like that. It's just, like, standard, like, relationship nonsense aired for our amusement and their humiliation. Mm. Softening off of other people's pain. Exactly. It's American TV. That's what it's all about. Yeah, dude. Fuck that. I don't <laughs> want to profit off of other people's pain. That's not a good look, bro. No, we're going to profit off your pain, but I think you'd be the... Like I said, you do the big ad effects. So like, that guy probably has a fucking... Like, makes a lot of money doing merch now. Or probably has people tattooed. Or has people Dude, like, tattoos them. So, got, you know. They're going to have Will merch. <laughs> it's like... I'm telling you, man. The guy who went to Central America. God, if nothing else, you need to document your, uh, your endeavors. Well, hopefully I will get to do that. Uh, but for now, I think I'm going to have to call it... Yep. You have a a scheduled meeting you have to go to. <laughs> <Perhaps>. <laughs> well,
this was a fun episode, oh ladies and gentlemen. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> this should be coming out at the same time as the other one. Oh, fuck, I forgot about that. I gotta it, fix this stupid fucking audio. Also, I was just feeling in a good mood. I was like, hey, we should do two podcasts in one week, dude. Let's do to it. Make up, to make up for the lack of uploads. I am down. All righty. See you. Yep, see you, man. Bye.